Let's have everybody come on up forward this morning. This is the last day of chapel uh, for as far as the fast is concerned. Amen. I know we've got, uh, you could tell that we got Mike Sayo in the house. <laughs> and his wife, Judy. And so things are a little tore up around here as we're getting ready to put the new uh, stage and things together. And so this sounds a little crazy for those of you that may be watching on the web. But we believe here today that freedom reigns in this place. And I can tell you God has been stirring my heart for today and just what I feel like God wants to say in doing this. And I want us to be, I want our hearts ready to receive. Amen. And this little chorus we're singing just really reiterates really what I'm going to, what I feel like God's laid on my heart. So I just want us to sing this again. And what I want you to do is I just want you to lay your hand on somebody next to you. And let's just sing it as a body of believers today. Yes. I am redeemed, delivered, set free, and freedom reigns in this place. Freedom reigns in this place. Because I am redeemed, delivered, set free, and freedom reigns in this place. 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 Father, we just thank you for your mercy, for your grace today. We thank you, God, for your hand uh, upon our lives. We pray for this chapel time. Pray for your word to come forth powerfully, for a great anointing to be upon our ears today, upon our hearts that we might hear and receive, and that, God, we would push away from your table full today. Pray for just the fire of the Holy Ghost, for, God, just an outpouring. We've been fasting for 21 days. Today it ends here shortly. And, God, we've just been seeking. We say as Isaiah did, God, that would you rend the heavens and come down. God, would you pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way, God. That's what, that's our desire, that, God, we may see you, that we may know you, God. God, that we might flow in the supernatural, God, as you have called us to. That we would be called the people of God. And, God, that we would walk forth, God, as your bride, as your church. God, filled with your spirit and your power and your anointing, God, upon us. So, God, we just thank you for this time. We pray for our brother, for our sister. God, let this be a, a fresh time in their life. God, we declare victory over them, freedom, liberty, God. Today, in the name of Jesus, we just cast the devil, all doubt, all fear out of this place this morning. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise and glory for it. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Hallelujah. You may be seated. So now if we'd like to, you know, maybe open some doors, because I know it, for some of you, maybe the smell in here is just uh, with all the painting going on. Is everybody doing all right? All right. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
Well, in a few hours here, the fast is going to end. Amen. An hour and a half and amen. (laughs) You know what? I need my board up here. Come on now. Can't preach without a board. Well, hallelujah. Well, today I want to read the same scripture, but I want to read it from Matthew. And we're going to get we're going to get to Mark. Okay, we're rounding the corner. Hallelujah. Mark sixteen, thirteen. Who do the people say that uh, that the Son of Man is? Some say you're John the Baptist. Others Elijah, but others still Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, "But who do you say?" And Simon Peter answered, "You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God." And Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, because flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and upon this rock, hallelujah, upon that profession, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades or hell will not overpower it or overcome it. Say amen. You believe that? How many believe the gates of hell shall not overcome? Hallelujah. I hope that during this fast that the Word of God has just been going crazy on the inside of you. Well, come on now. You ought to be receiving revelation after revelation. I mean, I just, I don't know how you don't wake up being in love with God's Word. I mean, I've just been in these 21 days of just reading through His Word, and it's just been incredible things that God has been speaking to my heart. This morning, I was studying all day. Yesterday, all, you know, well, I guess almost every day I study now. But my table is just loaded in the kitchen. My wife always goes, will you please just put a few books away? Because I just love to study God's Word. And you ought to be the same if you're expecting to download the revelation of what God has for you. Amen? You ought to just be in love with it. Otherwise, classes just become classes. We just talk about God instead of experiencing God. Man, I don't want that to be for us, amen? So this morning, I mean, I I can't tell you I'm fired up, excited, just in love with God, in love with His Word. Come on, man, the Word is His foundation for your life. Through His Word, we are cleansed. I mean, my mind's renewed through His Word. Faith explodes on the inside of me through His Word. Amen? That's why he said, man, I, I hid your word down inside of me that I might not sit against you. Because your word, God, will guide me and keep me on the straight and narrow. It's the faith on the inside of me that caused me to believe. Come on, somebody. Whoo. Rondell, I'd say this is like what back in the day we used to watch. What is that? WWF or whatever. That worldwide. Come on. Anybody know what I'm talking about in here? Yeah. Hallelujah. I'd say get ready, but I would be lying. Because I ain't never going to take off this morning. Come on, somebody. Woo! I'm just excited about what God's doing. I just am. So this morning, I want to talk about the church. He brought me back to my days of pastoring in the urban community, in a city amongst, you know, most of my congregation was African-American. So I, I just chance to say, we're going to talk about the church this morning. Come on, somebody. What is the church? Who's its members? When was it born? What's its purpose, mission? Who its leaders? Amen? Hallelujah. So when we talk about the church, we're going to get rocked. You stand ready. 
Now, I'm going to tell you, start that stuff. That'll kill a white man. I'm just going to tell you right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I want to look at a couple of Greek terms real quickly when we talk about the church. The first one is what? Is it ecclesia? Is that how it is? Okay. And that means what? The called out ones, right. Now, I'm sorry for those of you that are watching the webcast. I did get text messages last week about my writing. So I'm going to try to slow it down. Curry account, which is what? Belonging to the Lord. So these are the words that we, that we bring out here when we describe the church. Amen? So what is the church? The church is those that are called out, right? When they are called out, they belong to the Lord, right? Which means what? They are under His authority and under His dominion. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. That's the church. That's the church that He died to. We've been called out of this world. We're under His authority and dominion. Not under the devils. Come on. The confusion comes in because the church today is defined by what? A building or a particular body of believers. You know, First Methodist or First Baptist or whatever. Sometimes it's, it's uh, spoken of as a denomination. Then there's the church visible. Like you go into the church and they say, well, who's on the church roster? Well, they give you a whole litany of names. But then there's the church invisible. You got the roster that the church says, this is it right here's the church. But then you got those that are written down in the Lamb's book of life. Come on. And Jesus says, hey, your list and my Come on now, somebody. How many know you could be on one and miss the other? Then there's a universal church made up of all generations, the living and the dead. His church for which he died. It's called the people of God, called the body of Christ. Uh, Ephesians 1.22. And he put all things in check. Another scene gave him with all, had his, uh, all things. They told me, slow down when I'm reaching scripture too. That was the other critique I got. Which is his body, the fullness of him that fills all in all. Now Christ is the body. Hallelujah. We are, he's the head. We're the body of Christ. We're members. The body. Corinthians says there's many members. It's all right, man. That you're not the hand or you're the foot, but you're a part of the body. Mm. The temple of the Holy Ghost, the bride of Christ. So how do we become members? Acts 2.38 through 47, they became by Peter said to them, repent and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you shall receive what? The Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Mm. So what am I saying? The church is not a social club. Come on, it's not, you don't join the church like you join an organization or the health club. This ain't 24-hour fitness. Come on now. (laughs) The church is a living organism, not an organization. It's not static. It's dynamic. It's moving. Hallelujah. Fall of the ghost. So when we talk about the birth, where's an eraser? Father in heaven. Whoa, are you holding on to that? <laughs> Brother Wiley said he's getting one board and that's it. <laughs> Once it's full, he's done. <laughs> Hallelujah. So turn over, back, get over to Matthew 16, because we're going to talk about that. 
So really, when we speak about the birth, now I'm going to mess some of you Pentecostals up, up, up in here. <laughs> Calm down. This is just where I roll. Doesn't mean you got to roll that way. You're entitled to be wrong like anybody else. The question is, the idea is the birth of the church Christocentric or pneuma? Is it based upon Christ or is it something that was birthed of the Holy Ghost? Mm, well, see, there goes those Pentecostals already. Acts 1.5. Are you with me? What's it say? I don't know. It's just Acts 1.5. Uses the word they were together. Right. Right? Epitu. Epitu, that's it, right. They were together. The other word that goes with it is the idea of, oops, one accord. Hamathamadan, I guess, is how you say that. So here it is. What are they? They're in one place. They're in one accord. Again, of one mind. Get me? How many notice this is before Pentecost? Don't shout me down. So I see it not so much as a product of the Spirit, but a product of the life of Jesus Christ. It's He that called it into existence. And we are called to continue that forward. You see this, look over in Luke 24. Calm down. Luke 24, 52, 53, what does that say? Look at this. And they were worshiping and returned after the ascension. Remember? Death, burial, resurrection, ascension. Okay. And they worshiped and returned to with great joy and were continuing in the temple and praising and blessing God. Amen. After it. What? After the ascension, they were together. They're praising and worshiping God. That's why I see the church as Christocentric and empowered. Come on now. Empowered for mission by the power of the Holy Ghost. I see it built on Christ, empowered by the Spirit of God to carry forth. All right, well, don't show me. It's mission. Acts 1-1. All that Jesus began. Look at your neighbor and said, you know what? The brother just started. He just began it. Go ahead. Look at your neighbor. Tell him. Come on, give it to him. Give him that look when you tell him. Give him that crazy look. Like, didn't you know this? All that you began to do and teach. What is it? We are the continuation of what he did. So what is our mission of the church? It's to be obedient to what is possible by the Holy Spirit. Not based upon my limited uh, resources, but about his infinite resources. All that's possible by the Holy Ghost. Chase. So our job is what? Help people understand the kingdom advancement is not by human means, but by the power. It's rooted in Christ's mission. How many know we don't have a separate mission from Christ? Well, this is Jesus' mission, but the mission, our mission statement for our church is different. No. No, sorry. No. 
Jesus without preaching healing and setting people free, delivering blah, blah, blah. But our mission is just to gather us together and have fun. No. Sorry. When we're done, we're going to go eat. No. We're going to beat the Baptist down to Burger King or whatever. No. It's not a mission. Luke 4, and the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal a broken heart to preach deliverance to the captives. Recover your sight to blind the sight of those who are bruised. To preach the acceptable That's my mission statement. That's your mission statement. That's the mission statement of the church. Yes. Come on now. That's good. Too many times we go, you know what? It's about worship. It's about evangelism. It's about discipling people. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the problem with that. People look at it and go, you know what? Well, today, I, well, here we are. We did our 15 minutes of worship. I did my duty for today. Mm. Hey, man, I, you know what? I shared Jesus Christ on Thursday or Tuesday or Wednesday with somebody. Hey, I'm, I'm done for the day. Hey, I man, I was working with my little disciple. I'm done for the day. No. No. It don't work like that. It's a continuation. Every day, every moment of every day, we are moving the kingdom of God forward. That's why I ain't wasting my time sitting in front of TV. Come on now. I knew you'd shout loud on that one. But then you go, but I don't even have a TV. Come on now. That makes it even easier. Uh-uh. <laughs> Deny thyself by not having a TV. Well, it's the idea of getting caught up in the pleasures of this life. Man, we are about to continue. If Jesus was alive today, what would he be doing? Whatever he would be doing is what I should be doing. I am a continuation of him. Yes. Woo! Look at your neighbor and go, woo! Okay, caught my second wind. All right, leadership. Where again? You knew that's where I was going to begin with. I know you call apostle, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. I know that. But I'm going to stay in the vein of the continuation. So here it is. Jesus' ministry. The, the 12 what? They just mirrored what Christ was doing. He spoke the word, preached boldly of power. Signs and wonders happened, and you see the same. So here we go. Huh. So we're going to look at this real quickly. What happened to my hand? Ah. So let's look at the how do you spell, parallelisms. So here it is. So here we go. I don't know. It's close, isn't it? Hey. That is right. Don't be, don't be knocking me. All right. So here we go. Between Jesus. Okay. And his disciples. And guess who the best person to really kind of look at this is? Is Luke. Why is that? You're in love with Mark. I know that. You know we're going to get to Mark. <laughs> but Luke, he's showing Jesus. Gospel of Luke. Huh? And the disciples, guess what? Acts of the Holy Ghost. Woo. So the first thing you see is what? Jesus was full of the Holy Ghost. And guess what? I, Luke 3, uh, 22. And the Holy Ghost descended upon him by like a dove. Talk the Son of God whom I am pleased. 
Luke 3, the Holy Ghost is Acts 2, 4, they were in one place. What? 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 Boom. Boom. Hallelujah. What happens? Peter, you bunch of cowards. You were just a bunch of, you were hiding before. Now the Holy Ghost comes. Peter jumps out the door and says, hey. Oh, these guys, these people are a bunch of drunks. I, these people are not drunk as you suppose. Hallelujah. But this is spoken by Joel Bunny. It's a come out past in the last days. God will pour out his. That's what you're witnessing today. Woo! Come on, now to be. And then he's before the San, Sanhedrin. And then Peter filled with a Holy Ghost. You rulers of the people of Elsa. And he, bam, you crucify pow. Stephen, same thing. So Acts 7, and be he being followed all Holy Ghost, looked up seven heaven in the glory, saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing in the right hand. Barnabas, and for he was a man followed all Holy Ghost in faith. Hallelujah! You look throughout the book of Acts, and you're going to see over and over that his leadership was full of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Hmm. That's just good preaching. we got to get a new cap for this pen. Because <laughs> that crack you heard with the pen cap mustard. Number two, Jesus teaches. And guess what? Here we go. Are you with me? Matthew 4, Luke of Galilee, all Galilee, teaching in the synagogue. You see this over in Luke also. He's out teaching. He's out, you know, preaching. We'll get to that in a minute. And then you get over Peter and the apostles, Acts 5, saying, did we straightly commit? Didn't we tell you guys to quit teaching in his name? You filled all of Jerusalem with his craziness. And Peter and the outbows said, Should we obey God or you? That choice is easy for us. Come on, somebody. Mm. Barnabas and Paul, they teach for a whole year in Antioch, Acts 11. Then he's teaching 18 months down in Corinth, Acts 18, 11. Continue there. You're in Acts, teaching the Word of God. And Paul in Ephesus, he's going home to home. He's preaching in public. Acts 20, and, and, I, and how I kept back nothing, what is profitable unto you, but have showed you and taught you publicly and from house to house. Man, I remember when I pioneered uh, my church, and I used to take my kids' warriors. Now it's what it points of life. But I used to take them out. I must have had 10 or 15 different home Bible. Bible studies going, and I'd go to the house, and I'd sit down. Come on. It didn't matter to me whether they were coming to my church. Come on, somebody. All I cared was that they were knowing about Jesus Christ. Half of those Bible studies I had had nothing to do with my church. Come on. I ain't trying to build my church. I'm trying to build this kingdom. Come on. How many know there's a difference? Mm. Paul ends his life at the end. Acts 28. Teach it. Three, Jesus is out preaching. Oh, don't get me going now. And what do you see here? Preacher, what? What are we supposed to be doing? Hang in there. I'm trying to make it as plain as I can. Luke 4, the Spirit of God is coming. He said, I want to preach the gospel. And Luke says, see that? That's what he was doing. Uh-huh. Kirkham of the gospel was the, as the disciples, the apostles proclaimed. First Corinthians 15, uh, the gospel which I preached on you also received it. This is the gospel we're talking about. Come on. You know, Jesus, what? 
He lived, he died, was buried, was resurrected. Through, the, through, the God, uh, through Acts, you see Peter and John preaching, Philip preaching, Paul exhorting with Timothy. Same thing. He said, man, what, what are you supposed to do? Same idea. He said, man, you preach the gospel. Amen. Preach it in season and honesty. That means you ought to always be ready to preach. Yeah. Hmm. You ought to be looking for a corner with your name on it. Number four. Ha. Look at your neighbor and go, ha. Signs and wonders. Healing. Casting out devils. Ooh, come on now. Guess what we're supposed to be doing? Signs and wonders. Casting out devils. Get them all out of the dorms. Come on now, somebody. Luke sums it up in Acts. He said, let me, hey. Man, you know. Luke 10. He sums it up. So in case you're wondering about Jesus' ministry, let me, just, let me just sum it up for you so you get a good idea of what he was doing. He says this. And God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. You know he sounded just like that. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And he went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Because God, come on, somebody said God. Come on, somebody said God. Because God was with them. Hallelujah. What's the first thing? Jesus goes in the synagogue. The devil goes, Shut up, come out of him. Luke 9, he gives you power to us. I'll give you power and authority over the devils. In Luke 10, they're out to healing. He, sees he sends his 70 out to heal. So now we get him with Acts. What happens? Peter, and we're going to say, hey man, Peter goes, Wow, dude. Silver and gold have I not. I got nothing in my pocket. But that which I do have, I give unto you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise and be healed. Peter's walking along. Now you see that? Peter's just going by. People getting healed by his shadow. I felt that. Come on, somebody. Philip's ministry, unclean spirit, crying out, same thing, bam. Peter and Joppa, same thing, Peter and I went forth praying, and turning and said, Tabitha, oh, she's like, oh, they're all crying, oh, she's oh, Peter goes in and says, I've seen Jesus do this before, he said, oh, you doubted, Thomas, you gotta get out of here. Throws them all out, what's he do? Lays hands on them, poof. Tabitha says, man, I'm hungry. I'm on. Paul Lystra, healing a crippled man. Oh, certain man born this way, but it was crippled feet, we won't walk. And Peter, Paul, speak of him, said, sadly, Paul be holding him. And perceiving that he had faith, please see up, you see, he had faith to be healed. Stand up on your feet. And the man instantly leaps up. Philippi, casting out the de- Oh, these are men of the most high God. These are, come on now. How many want a couple of those people following you? Well, these are people in my... I'd stop and say, yeah, you forgot also to say that he's good looking. Come on now! These are men almost like he's good looking too. Come on, somebody! Hey! You might as well help him out when the devil's got to go. Paul said, shut up and come out! Hallelujah! Acts 19, they're laying handkerchiefs, 
handkerchiefs. And people are getting pow. And he couples all this together, puts us all together and says, you know what? Man, this flowed from the power of the Holy Ghost and his prayer life. Uh Uh-oh. Man, we're seeing the same thing over here. Getting alone with God, getting into their secret place. And all of a sudden, all this starts happening. God, come on now. Come on now. I'm out of time. But before I close, I just want to remind you of the Gospel of Mark. And that's your neighbor and say, you better buckle up. Chapter 1. You see him casting out an unclean spirit. What business? With you got nothing. No business to do it. Get out of there. Pew, he's gone. It's Simon's mother. Lame. Huh? It's burned up a fear. Quack, lays hands. Pow, tap. She's up. She's overweighting on him. He cleansed the liver. If thou art willing, Jesus said, I'm willing. Pow. Chapter 2. Paralyzed man. Can't move. They carry him. Push through the crowd. On the crowd's in the way. Got to go up these steps. Got to go in the roof. Lower him down. Jesus said, man, your brothers went through a lot of trouble today to get this guy in here. Come on, somebody. Jesus said, see him there. Faith. Hallelujah. Get up, take that pal, and walk home. Hmm. Chapter 3. Heals a man on the Sabbath. Now, you know that ticks some folks off. Man with a withered hand is sitting there. You know, he says, is it good? Did you good or bad on the Sabbath? They're going, well, we just checking out see what you thought. Jesus said, well, I'll tell you. He said, stretch forth that hand. Now, can I tell you? Oh, we ain't got a minute. But if that man was, he said, stretch forth that hand. The guy goes, uh-uh. And Jesus said, well, go home with that lame hand there. Come out, somebody. Many times it's the same thing God's saying to you. God's saying, stretch forth that hand, and you go, ah. God said, well, go home with your mess there. Come on, somebody. Mm-hmm. He appoints the 12, chapter 3. I give you a poor enough thought, and go out and cast out devils. They're like, man, we, we were waiting for this. They go out, same thing, cast out. You know, the whole thing of bells. Jesus like, what are you talking about? I can't buy the finger of God. Boom, bam. Chapter 4, Jesus over the calm in the storm. Chapter 5, the healing of the Gazarene demonic. Now there's one change. What's your name? Legion. There's a whole ton of us in here. He said, I just kicked your tails out a little while ago. Back there with a handful of you. If I don't matter to me, there's one, five, or a hundred of you in there. Come on, somebody. Jarius' daughter. You know, he said, Jared, don't be afraid. He's, she's dead. He said, don't be afraid. Don't listen to that report. Come on now. Woman with issue of blood. Same chapter. Chapter 5. He was, if I could just touch it. He said, come on, touch it. Come on. you almost there. Touch it. Touch it. Look at your neighbor. Respect said, touch it already. <laughs> chapter 6. Like he couldn't do any miracles. What? No faith. No miracles. No faith. No faith. No miracles. I don't care what order you put it in, you get the same result. 
disciples over there, because again, it gives authority. They go out laying hands. Oh, he's going to go anoint all out, too. You see the feeding of the 5,000. Jesus just got crazy in chapter 6. He feeds the 5,000. He's walking on the water. Healing Gennesaret. They say, man, they're bringing pounds. They're laying people in the street. Hey, will you just walk this way? Where is he? He's over here. Drop that. Drop him. Drop him. I'd be laying on that bed going, a little to the right, a little to the left. You're almost there. Drop me already. Oh, there it was. Hallelujah. Chapter 7. This is the healing of the Seraphonician woman. Thought it just, if I could just have a crumb, Jesus, that's all you need. That's here. Boom. We were all awesome. Healing of the devil. I can't hear. He says, you sure you want to heal? Yeah. Oh, well, you're doing all right till I seen you spit. Come on now. Boom. He hears chapter 8, feeding of the 4,000. Healing of the mind of Bethesda. Again, this time spits on the old eyeballs. I see men like trees. Hang in there. <laughs> you almost there. Look at your neighbor say, you almost there. We're going to get you to full sight yet. Come on, somebody. Peter goes, after eight chapters of this, you have got to be the Christ. Hallelujah. Nine. Healing the demon says, boy, if thou can't, Jesus, no, no, that's your problem. If you can believe. Blind Bartimaeus, Jesus, those people leading the way, shut up, Jesus, shut up, Jesus, come on somebody, when you're blind, it don't matter what anybody else is saying, you just know you're blind, chapter 11 through 16, the triumph of the death, burial, resurrection, an empty tune, hallelujah, the greatest miracle ever, huh, Before Elisa, just one more thing. And this son shall accompany them. They believe. In my name, they'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. They pick them in and say, they drink any deadly. It's not going to hurt. They will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Ooh. I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about the church as the leadership. What are you supposed to be doing? Following our Holy Ghost. Where from? Healing? Huh? Preaching? Huh? There? Huh? I think I got it. Hallelujah. Come on, stand to your feet. Jesus. Let's just pray right now. God would just fall on us this morning. But a fresh fire. We are the continuation of his life. Korean. A continuation of his ministry. Korean deba shataba I desire, come on, I desire to be full of the Holy Ghost. Make it your profession. Make it your confession this morning. Make it the cry of your heart. I want to be full of the Holy Ghost. 
I want a hunger and a thirst down on the inside of me, God. God, I want to teach your word with power. With an anointing upon my life. God, I want to preach. I want to proclaim the good news to a lost and dying world. I want the fresh fire, God, of the, from your altar falling upon me today. Touch these lips of clay that I can proclaim him in all his glory and all his splendor. <laughs>